With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the Best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. The big game is Sunday night, and that is the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys, two of I think what's generally regarded as the top three teams in the NFC this year, the Niners, the Cowboys, and the Eagles. Niners have eliminated the Cowboys two, the last two years in the playoffs, and so this is a big game. Uh, I, I think it's bigger for the Cowboys. Uh, I think it's big. You know, both teams obviously want to win it, but I, I would argue it's bigger for the Cowboys. Where you at on that? Yeah, I mean, the 49ers have nothing to prove uh, t- tomorrow. Uh, Sunday, I mean. Right. It is about the Cowboys. They're, they're the ones trying to come up, if you will, Chris. Uh, so it's up to them. Yeah, they want to uh, exercise some demons, so to speak, right? They, 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 you don't want to enter the playoffs uh, having lost now three times in a row to the 49ers, twice in the playoffs the last two years, and then Sunday night, um, you don't want to go into the playoffs facing them, knowing that they've beat you the last three times and they've handled you, uh, you got that in the back of your mind, nor do you want to go in there feeling like, man, let's, let's hope somebody else beats them. I, I'm not saying if the Cowboys lose, their season's over, that their chances of going to the Super Bowl are over, but they want to get this one. Right, no, that, uh, they that, need right. To it's it. too early. You can't say that, right? No, no, no. And, um, you know, every game is its own entity, so to speak, but uh, they definitely understand the uh, – importance of this game and they've talked about that and there's a lot of different matchups people are talking about you know 
we didn't think we'd be here a year ago, but one of the big ones is who, which quarterback do you trust more, Brock Purdy or Dak Prescott? And then some people will talk about the coaches as well. Uh, Mike McCarthy has won the Super Bowl back in 2011 uh, or 2010 season with the Green Bay Packers. Aaron, and uh, Kyle Shanahan is really a celebrated coach for San Francisco. Has taken them to the Super Bowl but hasn't won it. Obviously, uh, at, in a Super Bowl with Atlanta as the offensive coordinator, hasn't won it. And so that's another matchup people are talking about. That's and the one you, I'm interested in. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Go ahead and and, and expound on that. Yeah, and, and when you talk about these two coaches, Chris, you would just on visual, you would look at it and say it's a mismatch. You take Shanahan any day over Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy has, despite the success he's had, people don't look at him the same way. We talk about it all the time with Sean Payton. Uh, Chris, his numbers are very similar, but one guy is thought of as the hotness and the other guy is thought of as uh, an also-ran, even though the numbers are very, very close. Right, right. But in this case, if you were to ask me, in a big game, which guy I'd rather have, it would be Mike McCarthy and not Kyle Shanahan. As great as Kyle Shanahan has been as a regular season coach, and he has. He's piled up the wins, Chris. I can't take that away from him. His offenses have been unbelievable. I look like unstoppable no matter who you put in at quarterback. I'll give him all of that. But when it comes down to winning time, Crunch time, making the right calls, getting the first downs and the points you need to seal victories when it matters most. Kyle Shanahan in the big moments has turned to goo, and so has his teams. In the fourth quarter of the 49ers' last three playoff losses, Super Bowl versus the Chiefs, NFC Championship games, Uh, versus the Rams and Eagles, Kyle Shanahan's team has been outscored 37 to nothing. This is fourth quarters, Chris, of games that they were like leading and uh, you thought they were on their way. 37 to nothing. According to ESPN's win probability uh, metric, Shanahan had a 95.3% chance of winning when the 49ers were up 20 to 10 with 7.26 to go. That was in the Super Bowl. Right. Shanahan's uh, Falcons, Chris, as offensive quarterback, had a 99.6% chance of winning when they were up 28 to 12 with nine minutes to go. We know how that ended. And then when you look at the records, of course, McCarthy's been in a lot more game playoff games, Chris. He has a better – he has a, a – He's, he's done a better job. Obviously, he won a Super Bowl. Kyle hasn't. On the se- on, in the regular season, McCarthy won 58-98-2. That's 616 winning percentage, Chris. Kyle Shanahan, 56-46. and 46. That's a 549. Good. Uh, McCarthy, 11-10 in the playoffs. Shanahan, 6-3 in the playoffs. So, I get it. Kyle Shanahan has beaten 
Mike McCarthy the last two years. But if I really wanted a big game victory, and I'm talking about when it comes down to soup the nuts and the one that really matters, I would take Mike McCarthy because he's done it. And so far, not only has Kyle Shanahan not done it, Chris, he's failed miserably in those moments. There is no doubt, and we've talked about it a few times on this show, that uh, Shanahan has fumbled the ball, so to speak, in some of those big moments. Uh, You mentioned with San Francisco as the head coach, you know, also, what were they, 28-3? Chris, ridiculous. In the Super Bowl. Now, he he wasn't the head coach in Atlanta, but he was the offensive coordinator. And uh, just no way they should have given up that, that game, even though Tom Brady obviously played great in the second half. I mean, you got that kind of lead, just run the ball. And, and, and it ran, seems like at ran times four times in the cute. second half. Four yeah, times. I mean, run out the clock. And even that San Francisco-Kansas City game, they have been running the ball really well. And then they started uh, and then throwing. They stopped, right. So sometimes it seems like he gets too cute. Um, like, you know, he gets too much into that boy genius. I'm you know, the smartest guy wonder, in the room. Yeah. yeah, reputation that he has. I think with McCarthy, the reason he doesn't get the respect, I mean, and, and he should be a respected coach. He won the Super Bowl. His teams are essentially always in the hunt when he was in Green Bay. Uh, and then, for the most part, and then with Dallas, he's won 12 games his last two years. Um, but, you know, I, I think people look at it like, man, you only got to one Super Bowl. Not even one, just one, but you only got to one with Aaron Rodgers for all those years. You know, and I think people look at that. Uh, the defense was a problem a lot of times, but he's the head coach. And so even though he's more of an offensive guy, you know, you're the head coach. You're responsible for everything. Uh, like in Denver now, uh, Vance Joseph is the defensive coordinator, but ultimately 70 points sits at Sean, Sean That's on his doorstep. record, Chris. There's yeah, no doubt about absolutely. it. And so, and so I think – is similar with Mike McCarthy. And then, of course, his last few years in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers didn't end well. I mean, it just fizzled. And so people tend to think of him as out and kind of outdated, like the game has passed him by a little bit. I think he's underrated in that regard because, as you said, his record's similar to Sean Payton's. But I also think, Rob, the way these last two playoff games has ended for uh, the Cowboys, that's on Mike McCarthy, too. I mean, the the clock, the poor clock management. I mean, you, we saw a couple years ago, Dak Prescott doesn't slide. You can blame it on him, but it was like they were chickens with their heads cut off out there, not knowing what to do. Uh, and then last year, they, they run a play with Ezekiel Elliott at center. I mean, it was just, they looked like nonsense. I mean, it's comical the way they've ended these games. So, I, I I would not necessarily take McCarthy over Shanahan. Now, I agree. Shanahan's got to get it done in a big moment. He's got to – I don't know what in the world gets in his head in these last or few minutes as you – some of the Super Bowls you brought up. But um, I, I think offensively that dude is is sensational. And it shows in that offense that they have. And, um, you know, sure, they've got stars. But, you know, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, a lot of those guys, you know, they benefit from the system. Too. They're great players, don't get me wrong. But Christian McCaffrey, who was great in Carolina, but we've never seen him look like this. Like, he, he looks better than ever. Um, and so I'm going to give Kyle Shanahan some credit 
for all that. And I think McCarthy's got some serious, you know, gaffes on his resume, just as Kyle does. And and Kyle's actually, you know, yours, you mentioned Super Bowls. McCarthy's on the been, been the one and he won it. But uh, it's been a long time since he got back there. So. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Last night, look, it was going on during the game last night, uh, during the show, I should say. Uh, Justin Fields was leading Chicago to what would become a 40-20 to win over a decent Washington Commanders team. Nobody that saw one. that coming, Chris. No, I, no, no, no. I don't care what I anybody mean, says. We all gave Denver uh, flack for only beating Chicago 31-28, to but maybe – 
you know, maybe the Bears are starting to put it together. And Washington, look, their defense has been bad all year. So maybe, you know, they're just playing well against bad teams. But give them credit. They got their win. They broke their 14-game losing streak. And for the purposes of this conversation, I think most people, Rob, because everybody's like, okay, what what is what is the future hold for the Bears? Do they have their quarterback? Uh, and that would be, of course, Justin Fields, Rob. Last night, 15 for 29, 282 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Did you see enough last night to tell you that this is their guy? Like, uh, this is your quarterback, Chicago. Now just build around him properly, and and eventually you might be able to make some noise. Uh, No. But it doesn't mean that I don't think he can't play. I'm not saying that. I just need more. The sample size, Chris, unfortunately – if you want to be honest and look at sample size, we got way more bad sample size than good. Yep. So that, I mean, I I have to look at that. And I know of late, the last two games, Denver's bad, and they put, and they came back against, you know, got a big spanking on Washington. So those are all positive stuff, but I just need to see more. I wouldn't Too I couldn't commit defenses. Yeah, man. I couldn't commit to either one, right? They got they got blew out by Buffalo, didn't they? Uh, blown out, yeah. No, blow out. They got <laughs> blowed out. That's what they say in the barbershop. They know? got blew out by <laughs> They got blew out or blowed out. They got blowed out. You know? <laughs> you heard that in the barbershop. Yes, yes. You yes. got they got blowed out. <laughs> <laughs> but I look, my thing, Rob is that I, I do want to see more, as you said, because, look, people might say last last year Justin Fields had some moments, and he had a lot of moments running the football. What is different now is these last two games when he's had four touchdowns in each of the last two games, only one interception in those games, it's been passing the ball. And that's what I like. Now, again, to your point, I need to see more of it before I'm ready to we say We said okay, that about Kyler Murray. Guy. Don't you remember? And Chris, you remember? Murray had a lot more. Had a lot more, a lot more than, good yeah. tape than bad. His first two years, I think it was a pro bowler, both and, years. Right. And we still were like, ugh. I, right. I wouldn't give him the deal like yet. I need to any, right. Yep. You remember that? I mean, we Absolutely. were Absolutely. We were like, I need just a little bit more. Can we see one more season? And I do think teams, I think. Teams are learning, right? I don't expect Chicago to pay. Why would you? Why? Why? I mean, we're a long ways from the end of the season, but so let's see it play out. But there's no reason at this point to give him the huge bag and make him your quarterback for the next six years. And so I liked what I, I've seen the last two years. Two weeks. Um, Two weeks, I'm sorry. Remember, he, he only completed 15 to 29 passes. So it's not like he was just dropping dimes left and right. Now, he was he was good. He threw some nice deep balls and things like that. But his accuracy, which has been an issue, was a problem last night as well. Rob, three of their five games, he's completed less than 56% of his passes. Right. That's, and, um, and nowadays, Chris, people are doing yeah, 70 yeah. on oh, regular. Oh, yeah. Like Cause, 70. Because, you know, they're dinking and dunking and they right. can't get hit. And, you know, it's just a passer's game now. And you're right. And so I want to see it a little longer. And, Rob, I will say this because I've even, you know, I've heard people say it and, and sometimes I've thought it as well and maybe said it. You look at a Justin Fields 
You look at a Daniel Jones. You look at a Zach Wilson, Rob. And there are many others. And a lot of times people will give them a pass because, oh, they got a terrible offensive line. Right. Oh, they don't have any great receivers. Oh, oh. they got a defensive head coach. Oh, they, they, they're they not calling plays to, to fit their skill set. And then, Rob, I look at a guy like C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud is the worst enemy of that logic. Because C.J. Stroud, who you know, Rob, I liked him the best out of all the quarterbacks in, college. in this, yeah, this draft. Now, right. I did not not like Bryce Young. But I I I like CJ Stroud. Was he too Stroud small more. for you, Bryce Young? Well, I'm just I got questions, but I didn't go all the way to say no. He's too small. Don't draft okay. him. You know he can't be good. But I, one thing I did like about Stroud was that he was bigger, Rob. Like he's a good sized quarterback, and I just thought at Ohio State he was fantastic. As were all these guys, and we, that's another discussion. Ohio State quarterbacks that just but haven't panned out. They don't pan out. This is one that. Looks like he might completely break that mold, Rob, because in four games, he's got the Texans at two and two. We know they've been bad for the last few years. Rob, he's fourth in the league in yards per game. He's got six touchdowns, no interceptions. That's obviously best in the league, TD to interception ratio. I'm sorry, he's fourth in the league in yards per game with 303. He's in the top 10 with passer rating, 100.6. Uh, the dude is playing fantastic football. He's top five in yards per uh, attempt. And, Rob, his offensive line, you talk about depleted, the Giants got nothing on him. The Cowboys got nothing on him. The Jets have nothing on him. The the Patriots have nothing on his offensive line. He's had like five offensive linemen injured. I mean, they are just it's, – it's essentially the backup offensive lineman, for the most part, protecting him, and he is putting up historic numbers. This week, he might – if he doesn't throw an interception, he'll likely break the record, Rob, for most passes to start your career without an interception. He's already at number five right now. Wow. And he's like 24 away from tying Dak Prescott, believe it or not, who has that record. And now he just throws interceptions all the time. Well, last year he certainly did. This year he's been all right. He's only got one. But um, so C.J. Stroud, Rob, what, what I'm starting to look at this and say, okay, Joe Burrow, C.J. Stroud, you know, yeah, you want it to be a good situation, of course. But, Rob, the guys that, that are special – when you're that guy, you kind of step in there wherever you're at and you get it done. Right? Tom Brady, Rob, we know it was his second year. That Patriots team won five games a year before he stepped in. Was 0-2 when he took over as a starter because Drew Bledsoe got hurt. Mm-hmm. And they all of a sudden ran off, like, won 11 games at least that year. And so, like, when you're that guy, Deshaun Watson in Houston – Turn that, you know, got them playing good football, you know, when he was in Houston before all this mess. And so uh, a lot of times, even if it is a quote-unquote bad situation, Rob, if you're that guy, you turn it around. And if you're just a guy, then you need everything else to be right for you. 
And so that is something that makes me say, you know what? Let me sit back and watch Justin Fields. And let me watch him actually with a dose of skepticism and see what he does over these next several games before I crown him and say he's my quarterback going forward. I think it's fair. I think that that's fair. And it's not because I do believe that, that certain guys, you just, even if it's not, Chris, uh, even if it's not as good as it probably could be, but you still see something to make you believe that they have it. You can't yep. always point to it. You know, it's not it's not tangible from just, you know, looking at somebody's stats or what they're doing. You just be like, this guy can play. Uh, you know what, Chris? Maybe Trevor Lawrence was like that. You know, like they were off to that terrible start. He was like, you can't miss. You remember coming out of college. Well, but you, the, yeah, the whole situation with Urban Meyer. And, but but you felt like this guy can play, right? Like, and then they He's got into been a little down this year. This he was year, good last year, but yeah. he was really good last year. Right. I'm just saying, like, right. you got to see what people. But were. yeah, he he should pan out. Should, should, what, could could get. I I just there's just so much bad tape on uh, fields that I just need more. That's all. I, I just, you know, th- there's I, a I can't thing- endorse it yet. There's a line of thinking out there, Rob, because everybody loves Caleb Williams out of USC, that right now Chris Canty said that this Nick Wright, my partner on First Things First, he said it, that they should trade him right now while he's hot, um, trade him to you know, Atlanta. He'd be great in or Atlanta. Or the Jets. They need a quarterback. Uh, Jets, you know, I mean, he'd have to likely sit a year next year behind Aaron Rodgers unless they just let Rodgers just go. But, you know, yeah, I, I, I've thought the Jets. That makes some sense to me if I was the Jets. Um, but that they should trade him and essentially tank this year and then you draft Caleb Williams. <clears throat> Here's my thing, though. Rob, if they were to do that, man, you better make sure you get Caleb Williams. You better make sure you get that first pick. Well, that's the problem because right. if you don't get Caleb, then now what? And they got, look, this is a good draft. There's other Drake May and... And, and Bo Nix, and there's some other, you know, there's four four or five, I don't know if Shadur is coming out, but there's four or five quarterbacks people really like. But, I, Rob, I, I can't look at any of them outside of Caleb Williams and say I definitely like them better than Justin Fields. And while I think Caleb's a sure thing, right, there is – there pretty much is no sure thing at quarterback, nah, right? We've, we've, we've seen, seen we've just seen too many yeah. who were outstanding in college and just didn't pan out for whatever reason. Uh, so th- it's not automatic. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We talked about the biggest game of the weekend, which is the Niners and the Cowboys, but there, the other big game, I mean, there's a few big games. You know, Buffalo-Jacksonville is kind of interesting. But, Rob, one of the games that everybody is pointing to, oddly enough, involves two one-in-three teams that are going nowhere. Two of the worst teams in the league. One of them, here are a few hints for you who don't know who I'm talking about yet. One of them gave up 70 points in a game. Hello, is this on? Yes. (laughs) And one of them had their best player hurt four plays into the season. I still can't believe that. You know, like, Chris, I I think about it, and I'm like, okay, you know, uh, could that thing not work out with the Jets? Sure, it could not have. But if you would have told me with all of that, remember, they had Aaron Rodgers come out of the tunnel with the American flag. Oh, yeah. Right? Because that was 9-11. Yep. I mean, it was a spectacle. The whole builder, ever since he signed, Rob, and and look, I'll give Aaron Rodgers credit. He he was, you know, he did a good job with the – Rob, he did about as good as he could do. You know, he embraced the franchise. He championed the franchise. He embraced Zach Wilson. And I think, you know – Gave re gave him credibility in that locker room when Zach had lost it last year, and the players were essentially done with him. And I think Aaron Rodgers embracing him and you know showing some belief in him, I think that I think that Rob at least you know made other players say we'll give him a chance. You know what I mean? And they they seem to be behind him. Um, he had a good game last week. We'll see if he can follow it up, but. This game is huge, of course, because Sean Payton, the new coach for the Jets, 
talked so much junk. I don't, and we don't have sound because it was an article. Uh, but he talked major league trash about Nat Hackett, who was the coach of the Broncos last year, now the offensive coordinator for the Jets. Sean Payton called it one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of football. And uh, a lot of coaches and people felt like he broke the coach's code. And um, so here they are, Rob. We thought that when they'd face off in this game, you know, we thought there'd be Aaron like Rodgers a game, right? Right, and, and, and they'd be and they'd Denver be would be better, and right? And Denver might be two and two or three and one, or you know, yeah. So we thought this would be uh, a consequential game. It is, but just because of the drama. And so, Rob, I want to. What What are your thoughts? Like, do you? I mean, to me, it's obvious Sean Payton has the most to lose in this uh, matchup with Nat, Nat Hackett, I, who, again, is only the offensive coordinator. But who do you feel the most pressure's on? Yeah, I, I think it is Sean Payton, Chris, because if they lose to the Jets, and I don't know, uh, uh, Zach Wilson has some sort of uh, offensive explosion like uh, like Fields had against Denver, Chris, you know what I mean, or something like yep. that, it'll look bad on him. And he'll he'll always be remembered as – you know, the guy and, – and it's not that – there's a time and a place for everything, and everybody knew that Nathaniel Hackett. Chris, we knew it from after week one. Remember right. when he took the ball out of Russell? And they started 2-1, and, and it still didn't look good. Right, and remember uh, after week one, I think he got a, a coach for time, you know, to help him yep. uh, manage yep. the game, management. clock management. We're like, you know, if I'm the owner and I got to hire another coach to help you <laughs> manage the clock, right. I mean, why did I hire you? So it was bad from Jump Street. I gave him the nickname, Nathaniel Ken Hackett, all that. But, you know, with him replacing Hackett, there was just no reason to go down that road. There just wasn't. Everybody, we knew he was bad, Chris. You could have just said, hey, yeah, things just didn't work out here last year. I'm here to try to get this thing righted. We got a lot of good players. You know what I mean? Or whatever right, it is. Right. And leave it at that. He really dragged him Hackett and the other coaches through the mud. And I think a lot of it just you don't hear that that often. How many times have you really heard that? No, nah, it's rare. Um, look, he said what he said. That's fine. Um, but when you say that, Robin, we said the same thing with Deion Sanders. You just push back. back it up. Right, yep. You better back it up. I mean, and, and he has not – not only has he not backed it up, Rob, he has – now, remember, Nat Hackett, of course, the whole season it was a mess and it started off poorly in game one. Yep. But he did start two and one. All right. So it but right now, like at this stage of the season, they were two and two under Nat Hackett, and they're one and three under Sean Payton. They gave up 70 points under Sean Payton. Sean Payton, now Vance Joseph is the defensive coordinator, but ultimately, Sean Payton's head coach, it falls at his feet. Somehow, some way, the Denver Broncos this year under Sean Payton turned a top 10 defense into the worst defense in football. Don't know how, but they did. Somehow. And and Rob, and we said this, and you didn't fully agree with me, Russell Wilson, when he went to Denver, was, I think most people felt, a surefire Hall of Famer. Now, now he's played pretty well this year. But, you know, after last season, I think there was a little doubt. 
I think there might be some, eh, maybe he isn't. Let's, let's see what he does these next four or five years of his career. Sean Payton, Rob, I, I, I think when he, he, he had about as much respect as you could have outside of being a Bill Belichick or, you know, somebody that won three or four Super Bowls uh, when he left New Orleans, Rob. And if he doesn't right this ship, and, and it might not get right this year, but this start, and if they lose to Zach Wilson with all that's on the line it'll, because it'll of the be embarrassing, start, Chris. Rob, oh yeah, and, and and look, he's not gonna get fired and all that. But I do think his image, just like Russell Wilson, the the how we think of his game, how we think of his career, I'm I'm not so sure that can't impact Sean Payton in a similar way if they. Maybe not just this one game, but this this game will pile on to the evidence so far. 70 points, one in three, terrible defense. It's just another block or brick on the wall of, my goodness, what is this dude doing? I agree. And people will, will definitely, when he became an analyst, Chris, and he was – Throwing stones at a lot of people, and you know, and maybe that's how he always was, but we never really heard that. You know what I mean? So right. it kind of seemed different, like he was uh, a little, a little cockier or more cocky than than the past. And then to have it blow up in his face so far was just not was was tough. Who you got in this? Well, I guess we'll do our. This is one of our picks, so we yeah, can so save we'll it wait for on this. that one. Yeah, I've been going back and forth on this. I, I will say this. Uh, the Jets, the Jets got a chance to win this game. Now, you know, maybe Washington, that game last night when Chicago pounded them, maybe they're better than we think, and Denver's not as bad as we think. You know, they they had to struggle to beat Chicago, but um, you know, it's gonna be an interesting game. I can't wait. I'm, it's gonna be one of the key games. I'm focusing on even though the teams are bad. Because uh, as far as drama, Rob, um, you know, when it's not when it's bad teams, this is about the best you can ask for when you got two bad teams. Because, Rob, if that trash talk hadn't taken place, and I'm not saying we want all these guys talking trash. Right. But this game, would nobody would care at all about this game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.